Ooh, I'm about to blow your mind. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. The way you speak to yourself matters. Let's just get that out of the way right now. And some of us have diagnoses or mental health struggles or traumas from our past that make it more difficult to speak to ourselves in a kind manner. I am not negating anybody's experience. That is totally valid. It is more difficult for some of us than it is for, say, a neurotypical person for example. However, every single person on the planet has experienced this and gets to decide what they're going to do about it. So this is a very empowering episode. If you are stuck in a pity party and like my mental health sucks and it's never going to get better and blah, 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 blah. Maybe this isn't the time to listen to this episode or maybe it's the perfect time to listen if you're willing to do so with an open mind because I'm all about empowering you to control what you can control. And our mental health making something more difficult is no longer a valid reason not to do it anyway. Okay, let's get that out of the way. Now let's dive in. This topic is going to change the way you think about how you speak to yourself forever. Promise. You can never go back. You can never unhear this. If you really lean in and are open to what I'm saying, this is going to change your life. I want you to consider the way you speak to yourself. Okay, that inner monologue. Sometimes that's your biggest hype person and best friend. And sometimes it is your worst enemy your number one critic. I'm assuming for most of us, it's usually the latter, unfortunately. And so I want to just plant this idea in your head. What if that wasn't an inner monologue? What if we could pull those thoughts, the way you speak to yourself, out of your body, out of your mind, and and put them in an another being, right? Uh, Another human. That's your human. Okay. So it's still with you, but now it has a face and hair and, you know, it might be tall or short, might be curvy, whatever. Okay. But it's a person. Now we can see it. And rather than having this inner monologue anymore, now that being says All the things we're thinking out loud to us. Now there is a physical manifestation of your inner monologue. It's no longer just within you. Now it's a being standing in front of you. And it says every thought you have to you. So it's no longer about quieting your thoughts. It's about managing that person. I'm willing to bet that 
an hour into the first day, most of us would be pretty close to harming that person that we're looking at, right? Like, what the fuck is your problem? Why are you beating me down? And, you know, it's incessant. It's never ending. What is the deal? An hour in, we could maybe stand it. When this person is walking around right next to us, constantly all up in our face, saying all the worst things out loud that we think about ourselves. Now, on our good days, having that physical manifestation of our thoughts could be so fucking cool because it'd be a huge cheerleader, you know, standing in front of us going, oh my God, you're so amazing. You're crushing it. You're doing so good at life. I'm so proud of you. Everyone else is so proud of you. Everyone else is cheering for you too. And everyone loves you. Look at how, you know, how much you're growing and look at how the, all the good you're doing in the world and look at you healing. Like, yes, get it. Hell yeah. I could stand to live with that. But for most of us, that wouldn't be most days. So when you think about a physical representation, you know, a being who can contains and holds all of your thoughts and can use them against you, and it does, what does that change for you? Because the people in our life who are like that, the people who put us down and make us feel worthless and less than, we don't usually allow them a ton of space in our life. We start to cut them off. We start to pull away from them and withdraw. But this being, we can't get away from. And we hope every day when we wake up that that being is going to choose to be our biggest fan and our, our you know own best friend. But it's not most of the time. It's painful and that being hurts our feelings and often makes us feel a kind of way that isn't good. What are you going to do? If that was the case, what are you going to do? If that person was a representation of your inner monologue, what do you do? You would ask them, hey, can you not speak to me that way, please? It's really hard to get anything done when you're constantly in my face telling me what a piece of shit I am, reminding me of all the mistakes I've ever made and putting me down. It's very hard to be productive when you're speaking to me that way. Could you please stop? It's probably where most of us would start. Some of us have a bit of a anger problem, maybe, <laughs> and would say I would punch him in the face, right? Yeah, you can maybe, you know, metaphorically punch them in the face. Go knock it off. I'm not listening to this shit from you again today. Where'd that hype person go? I liked being around them. Made me feel capable. I'm like I could do anything. Made me feel proud. Where did that version of you go? You'd have some interesting conversations with this person, right? You have this being in front of you that can go one of two directions. 
but you still have control over them. Unlike other people who walk around in this and exist in this world with us who we have no control over, this person, this physical manifestation of our thoughts, we have control over. Now remember at the beginning of the episode I said if you have some mental health disorder or you are not neurotypical, this is going to be more difficult. But it's not impossible. I change the way I speak to myself every single day, constantly. When that inner dialogue starts becoming disruptive and unhelpful, I challenge those thoughts. I tap into the part of my brain that says, is this true? Is this helpful? And if not, how can I reframe it? What's really going on with me? We have the power and we're we're much more powerful than we would ever want to admit because admitting we have the power means we have to do something about it and once you make that admission to yourself once you say i am in control of my thoughts and i can change my thought patterns you've acknowledged and accepted that anything less than what you're aspiring for if you settle that's on you If you allow the shit talker to continue, that's on you. And right now, what we've done is we've externalized the problem. We've said, this isn't my responsibility because I have anxiety and depression and ADHD and I've been through a lot of trauma. So we've been able to externalize it and say, my thoughts are a result of those things. I want to empower you to take back control and say, Yes, I have those things. And yes, it's going to be the biggest challenge I've ever had to face. But I'm willing to do it because I'm worth it and the outcome is worth it. I am willing to put in the effort because I can't continue living like this. I can't have that person in my face constantly telling me how awful I am when I'm trying to get shit done, when I'm trying to live my life, when I'm doing my best. So tell them to shut up. Metaphorically punch them in the face. Figure out how you need to interact with that being inside your own head to start changing the way you speak to yourself. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to get so fucking frustrated because you reframe one thought. You know, your, your brain goes... You're worthless. Nobody loves you. You have no friends. And you're going to go, that's not true. I have a lot of friends. And sometimes I feel lonely because they're busy living their lives and I'm busy living mine. But I know that if I called somebody, they'd be there for me. And you're going to reframe that thought and you're going to feel so proud of yourself in the moment. You're going to go, yes, this is what Jacqueline was talking about. But then 10 minutes later, maybe not even, maybe only five The thoughts are going to strike you again. No. Who are you trying to kid? Nobody fucking cares about you. You have no one. And you're going to feel tired from having just reframed that thought. Just overcoming that negative inner self-talk. And you're going to go, shit, I have to do this again? (sighs) No, brain, that's not true. 
people love me. And it's going to try to wear you the fuck down. Your brain is used to thinking the way it's been thinking like this for years. It's used to it. It's in a groove. This is normal. So every single step you take toward changing it, it is going to resist you. It's going, whoa. Whoa, who... Who does she think she is? Who does he think he is? Trying to come in here and redecorate and change things up. I'm not having it. But you're going to have to do it again. And then five minutes later, when the thought hits you again, you're going to have to reframe it again. And over and over and over. Eventually it gets a lot easier. But this takes literally years. You'll start seeing progress within, you know, the first couple weeks, the first month, half a year. And by the end of the first year of doing this, constantly challenging and reframing those negative thoughts, it is going to come much more quickly. It's going to be a shorter process. It's going to feel easier. But if you think about the way you've been speaking to yourself and how long you've been doing it, You can't expect this to change overnight or with one reframe or because you challenged these thoughts once. It's constant. When I started healing my relationship with food and, you know, um, the diet mentality and movement and exercise and all that stuff, it was a battle in the beginning. I kept getting sucked in and I'd do a three-day cleanse and then I'd go, what the fuck did you just do that for? Like that was first of all, pointless. You, your body has organs that cleanse for you. Uh, second of all, you totally just got sucked back in. Okay, let's try this again. You know, let's get back on the horse. And eventually it started getting a little bit easier, but I'd be lying if I didn't still tell you that seeing before and after pictures on the internet trigger something in me. A little bit of anger that that's still how we measure our worth and our progress is in a photo comparing to ourselves, you know, a month or two ago or whatever. So there's anger from that, but there's also this twinge, this ache that happens. That's like, you should do that. When was the last time you took a quote unquote progress picture, right? Well, you have nothing to show for it because you gained all this weight. You could do a reverse progress photo and that's how my brain immediately reacts. And then I have to go, I made a choice, a conscious choice to stop dieting, to stop exercising as punishment. And I started healing my relationship with food. That was something I did on purpose. Oh yeah, that's right. And I still have to come around to it. So you likely have triggers around you, whether it's in your family or whether it's in social media or on the news or whatever. But as you start to heal this inner monologue, you're still going to have things that make you feel a type of way and that make it harder, even though you've already put in all this work. Things that are going to catch you off guard. Things that are going to prey on your weaknesses and your vulnerabilities. That's a normal part of the process. And I am laying it all out there for you right now. These are the kinds of things that we work on in my coaching programs. Because if you can change the way you speak to yourself, you can change your fucking life. 
If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it on social media. You know, I'm always hanging out on Instagram. So tag me at the anxious therapist. I'd love to know which episodes you're vibing with and how I can support you best on this healing journey. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with me and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.